from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB, and this is the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service for week commencing December 1, 2019. Typical public exposure to radio waves against the Australian standard. The Australian Radiation Protection and Nuclear Safety Agency, or ARPANSA, has returned serve to the myriad submissions made to the House of Representatives Standing Committee on Communications Inquiry into 5G in Australia that state 5G is a health threat to humans and fauna. Higher frequencies do not mean higher exposure level, Arpanza bluntly stated in its submission. Current research indicates there is no established evidence for health effects from radio waves used in mobile telecommunications. This includes the upcoming rollout of the 5G network. Arpanza's assessment is 5G is safe. Arpanza said it would continue to assess the impact of exposure from radio waves on people and the environment. VK5 South Australia is certainly on the map for rocketry and space stories. Some 450 kilometres northwest of Adelaide, the South Australian capital, lies the RAAF Woomera Rocket Complex. During the 50s and 60s, the complex was the second busiest rocket range in the world. Then in 1979, the forerunner of the ISS, Skylab, broke up over Australia and its debris re-entered Earth, bits even landing in western South Australia. Now, 2019, Japan's Hayabusa 2 probe heads back to Earth and is expected to drop the samples off in the South Australian desert. Hayabusa 2's mission to the asteroid Ryugu received its orders to head for home November 13. Next, November 18, it broke free of the asteroid's gravity. It'll fire its main engines early December 2019 en route to Earth. It's carrying samples that could shed light on the origins of our solar system. Hayabusa will spend the next year closing the distance to Earth and will eject its sample capsule into the atmosphere in December 2020, which is expected to be retrieved somewhere in the South Australian desert. Under the current plan, Hayabusa 2 will boldly continue its journey in space after dropping off its capsule to VK5 and might carry out another asteroid exploration. Townsville bushfires and in a previous episode of WIA National News we brought you news of the damage done to the RF assets of the Tark Incorporated up on Mount Stewart. Well good news is that the VK4 RAT VHF and UHF amateur radio repeaters, the VK4 RAT Digi AX25 Digipeter, the VK4 RTL 23cm beacons and the TAC8 and UHF CB repeater along with the SES Channel 7 repeater are back in normal service. Unfortunately, the VK4 RTL 10 and 6 metre beacons are still off air, pending antenna and feedline repairs. Howdy, this is Aiden, VK4 APM, with this week's board comment. It is with a heavy heart that we announce the resignation of Dr Harry Edgar, VK6 YBZ, from the board of the Wireless Institute of Australia and is the editor-in-chief, as he undergoes medical treatment. Harry joined the board following his work as a member of the education group working on the D10 response in 2018. The board, on behalf of all members of the WIA, wish Harry a speedy recovery. Over the past few weeks, the WIA has been in touch with the ACMA regarding resolving the foundation call sign issues that have resulted from recent LCD changes. The ACMA has asked, and the WIA has agreed, to put in place a mechanism for seeking credible feedback from all amateur users in Australia. As a result of this agreement, the WIA is pleased to announce the future of amateur radio program. 
The WIA encourages all licensed operators, regardless of whether or not they are a member of the WIA, to join the program and have your say on issues that are of importance to the amateur service. The program will consist of a series of information papers on issues important to amateur radio, each of which will be followed by a poll. This process will allow every operator, armed with the facts and recommendations around each matter, to consider, debate and ultimately vote on the course of action to be taken. Registration in the Future of Amateur Radio program is free and can be accessed following the link on the WIA website or following the link in the text version of this article. As many have noted, the AR magazine has undergone significant positive changes in recent months with a renewed focus on technical depth. I would like to thank all of those who've contributed articles over the past few months. Your contribution is appreciated. If you would like to contribute to our journal, either as an editor or a contributor, please contact editor at wia.org.au. That's all from me, Aidan, BK4APM. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This week begins with news from the United Nations for Uniform 1 United November News Update. On Facebook, the United Nations Amateur Radio Club for Uniform 1 Uniform November reports their beacon is back, although the antenna is literally being held together with gaffer tape and chewing gum at this point. Crew at 4U1UN have managed to figure out the kinks with the rack-mounted system and Elecraft and have fixed and returned the malfunctioning K3. That said, you should start hearing 4U1UN back on air very soon. In India, lightning strikes. A single hit can cost a ham the contents of their shack, or far worse, someone's life. In many parts of rural India, farmers have struggled with the reality of their own mortality as they toil on rain-soaked land during storms and thunderstorms. Now they have a low-cost lightning arrester fashioned out of bicycle wheels and crafted by amateurs of the West Bengal Radio Club. The club has been working with students in the region on this project which is designed to save the farmers' lives as well as money. The homebrew device uses a bamboo pole that is at least 30 metres long and a bicycle wheel affixed to the top by an electrical wire. The wire is then connected to a metallic object for grounding. Club secretary and Barish Nogbiswa's Victor Uniform 2 Juliet Foxtrot Alpha said that the devices are being installed on treeless parts of the farmland and the students are helping educate the farmers on how they work. The club reports that a number of schools have got involved with the bicycle wheel device and now everyone is on a roll helping farmers stay safer as they work on their land. To Austria, the hills are alive with the sound of Austria. First, 134 and 241 gigahertz QSO. Gigahertz Europe reports Rudy, Oscar Echo 5 Victor Romeo Lima and Gerald, Oscar Echo 2 India Golf Lima made the contacts over a distance of 53 metres, but it's thought they can probably reach 8 to 10 kilometres with this equipment. In Norway, upgrading of Lima Alpha 8 Whiskey Contest Station. The NRRL report on a major upgrade to the amateur radio contest station Lima Alpha 8 Whiskey located in Rakstad, Norway. In recent years, a new shack has been built with space for six stations suitable for participation in the multi-operator multi-transmitter class in the major contests and four masts with rotary monoband antennas for the four highest bands have been set up previously. Now the setup is completed as two rotating 56 metre high masts have emerged. 
One mast is equipped with a three-element 80-metre beam, a two-stack with four-element 40-metre beams and a tri-stack with 16-element beams for 20 metres, 15 and 10 metres. The second mast is equipped with a two-stack with four-element 40-metre beams and a tri-stack with 21-element trippers for 20 metres, 15 and 10 metres. The masts are from Finland and the antennas are of German make. Three stations simultaneously, one on 20, one on 15 and one on 10 metres can run simultaneously on the tri-band stacks. In the USA, the FCC seeks to clear radio amateurs out of 3.4 gigahertz. An FCC notice of proposed rulemaking, NPRM proposes to remove the existing non-federal allocations in the 3.3 to 3.55 gigahertz bands. The FCC say by taking the initial step needed to clear the band of allocations for non-federal incumbents, the Commission furthers its continued efforts to make more mid-band spectrum potentially available to support next-generation wireless networks consistent with the mandate of the Mobile Now Act. They note that the 3.40 to 3.41 gigahertz segment is designated for communications to and from amateur satellites and seek comment on the extent to which the band is used for this purpose, whether existing satellites can operate on other amateur satellite bands and on appropriate timeframes for terminating these operations in this band. Radio Ham's Help in Festival of Lights Los Altos is a city in California in northern Silicon Valley in the San Francisco Bay Area. Their local news, Los Altos Town Crier, reports on the amateur radio involvement in the Festival of Lights Parade. For more than a decade, the Festival of Lights Parade has relied on a crew of ham radio operators working in the background to help the police department and event organisers keep things running smoothly. Los Altos Amateur Radio Emergency Service, LAARES, intends to continue that tradition in this year's event, scheduled at 6pm tonight, December 1st, their local time in downtown Los Altos. While many amateur radio enthusiasts compete in contests to contact the most people or communicate over the longest distance, LARES's focus is emergency support and emergency communications. Our goal is to provide backup communications in the event of an emergency, Laros member Jim Clark, November 6, Juliet Romeo Charlie said. The approximately 50-member organisation also employs these communication skills at other annual events in town, such as the New Year's Day Fun Run, the Kiwanis Pet Parade and the Los Altos Arts and Wine Festival. Halfords make radio signals travel super fast. Gareth Caulfield writes in the Register about how Halfords, a car accessories retailer, can apparently defy the laws of physics. He says Halfords is telling potential DAB radio buyers that the digital radio tech is super fast compared to analogue AM radio, which might come as a surprise to the laws of physics. It also claims that British listeners can pick up DAB stations from abroad which is certainly news to anyone here in Australia who's tried to pick up domestic VK stations, particularly in capital city tunnels, let alone ones from further afield. The Register asked Halfords what it intends to do about its webpage of techno babble, and a PR person said, thanks to the eagle-eyed readers of the Register for bringing this outdated and incorrect description to our attention, it has now been updated. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website, wia.org.au. Ross Hull Memorial VHF UHF contest takes place all of January 2020. VHF UHF Summer Field Day, 
Saturday 18 and Sunday 19 January. AMQSA Party 2020. Saturday 25th January 2020, 0600 hours UTC until Sunday 26th January at 1200 hours UTC. Did to promote and encourage the use of AM on 160, 80, 40, 20, 15, 12 and 10 meter amateur bands. WIA John Moore Full Day 2020. Although the date has yet to be promulgated on our WIA website, we assume that it will be from UTC 0100 hours Saturday March 21 to 0059 hours on Sunday 22nd of March. Keep an eye, as always, on the wia.org.au website for official notification. The provisional date for the next Harry Angel Sprint will be Saturday, May 2nd, 2020. 1000 hours to 11.46 UTC. The VK Shire is the June long weekend, which is the weekend prior to the second Monday of June each year, making it June 6 and 7 in 2020. Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest. Next contest, 17 July 2020. It has the aim of encouraging low band activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 using SSB, CW and RITI or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 15, 16 next year. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 3 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 10 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 11. A new WIA certificate has been produced for past and future winners and place getters of the annual DX Leaderboard competition. Here with more on behalf of the WIA Awards Committee is Graham, VK3GA. Previously, place getters did not receive the recognition they deserved for their efforts in this prestigious competition. The annual DX Leaderboard competition is an annual competition open to VK hands only that is used to determine the DXer of the year it lists who has worked most DXCC, most band slots by mode, and most unique four-character grid squares. The list is updated dynamically as users upload their QSOs into the award system, so everyone can see their position in relation to other competitors. The leaderboard runs each calendar year, with the winners determined prior to the following year's AGM. This is to allow time for QSOs to be confirmed. Previous winners and place getters have been notified by the awards manager that they can now download their certificates from the awards site. 73 from Graham Alston, VK3GA, WIA Awards Manager, on behalf of the awards committee. Through the DX window, December, Gabon, TR8CR. Roland will be QRV as TR8CR until December 15. Activity will be on the HF bands using CW. QSL via F6AJA. Anniversary of the Federal Republic of Germany. Look for special event stations DM70GER and DL70BRD. Now active until December 31st, 2019. To celebrate the 7th anniversary of the Federal Republic of Germany, which was established on May 23rd, 1949. Operations will be on CW and SSB. Not long to log this one. Celebrating its 50th anniversary, Sweden's National Society for the Active Visually Impaired is active as SF50CG throughout 2019. QSL via SM0BYD. Last call for special event, EI19RE reactive for 2019. The special call sign EI19RE will be active for the duration of 2019 to commemorate the establishment of the first Irish Parliament following a landslide victory for the Irish Nationalists in December 1918. 
Scouting's Global Park is being honoured throughout 2019 with GB100GP. In the world of DX, amateurs in Turkey are using the special call sign TC10GITRAD to mark the 10th anniversary of the radio group GITRAD. They are on the air all year through to the 31st of December. No cards are required. However, if you need a paper QSL card, please mail yours directly to TA7AZC and include a stamped self-addressed envelope and money for postage. BARTG GB60ATG Special Event Members of the British Amateur Radio Teledata Group, BARTG, are active as GB60ATG until June 2020. The BARTG is celebrating their 60th year Diamond Jubilee anniversary with this call sign, and special awards are available for contacts with GB60ATG using any data mode. New Caledonia, FK. QRV is FK8CJ from Namia, IOTA OC032, until the end of 2019, on 30, 20 and 17 metres. QSL to F6EYB. Be listening for Raleigh, ZL1BQD, using the call sign 8Q7XR from the Maldives, until the 30th of December. He will be on 8 of the 10 metres using CWSSB and FT8. Send QSLs to his home call sign. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Bruce, VK3FFF with Worldwide Special Interest Group News. 5 megahertz. 5 megs for Falklands. Major changes to the Falkland Islands communications laws have been announced by the Falkland Islands communications regulator. They are now in effect. One of these has resulted in the new WRC 15 60 metres secondary allocation becoming available to Falklands radio amateurs. 5351.5 to 5366.5 kilohertz with a maximum power of 25 watts EIRP. As an aside, the Falkland archipelago would appear to be crying out for IOTA activation as it consists of not only the two main islands, West and East Falkland, but about another 776 smaller islands. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, APRS. Open source APRS to Discord Bridge Project begins testing. Harold Giddings, KR0SIV, reports on an ongoing open source project called the APRS to Discord Bridge. The Discord network supports text and voice chat, project documentation, and source code for developers, gamers, and makers in an open source environment. The APRS2 Discord Bridge is designed to connect APRS traffic from terrestrial and spacecraft sources with users' servers on the Discord network. The software is pretty simple at the moment, but will be open source, node.js. The design will allow amateur radio groups to set up their own node for bridging an APRS callsign message to their Discord server. 
It is written in a way that prevents illicit use by non-licensed operators. Worldwide special interest groups, astronomical. Starlink satellites photobomb a meteor shower. Astronomers monitoring the skies for an outburst of alpha monoceratid meteors on November 22nd were surprised when their cameras filled instead with an outburst of satellites. A train of Starlink satellites flew over the La Palma Observatory in the Canary Islands, stealing the show. Despite the interference, a flurry of alpha monoceratids was observed. Visit spaceweather.com, in particular the November 23rd edition, for the full story and video. Worldwide special interest groups, ATV. Every pixel tells a story. In a collaboration between VK7MAG and VK7OO, a new SSTV camera has been established on Hobart's eastern shore operating in the 10 metre band on 28.680. VK7MAG is providing the antenna and receiving equipment while VK7OO is hosting the STV cam on 28.680. It will operate 24 hours a day. That is, it is never off, except if the power fails. The timestamp on each image is UTC time and is the time the image began being received, typically two minutes before it is posted to the web. Worldwide special interest groups, final frontier. The fun has gone. Long live the fun. Closing down old FunCube data servers. The server addresses warehouse.funcube.org.uk and data.funcube.org.uk are no longer operational. So if you have FunCube dashboards using the URL data.funcube.org.uk, please change it to data.amsat-uk.org as forwarding will no longer take place. All data from data.funcube.org.uk was transferred to the new server some time ago. Worldwide special interest groups, Internet, the Hams Domain. Brian Cantor, WB6CYT, co-founder of the Ampernet, became silent key last week at his home in San Diego. Brian retired only two years ago after 47 years of service on the staff at the University of California, San Diego, UCSD. Way back in the mid-1980s, Brian helped start Ampernet, the TCP IP over amateur radio network, and continued to manage it until his passing. Worldwide special interest group, Maritime. Ham Radio Day aboard the Queen Mary. It takes place Saturday, December 14th, and supporting the event, AMSAT. The Ham Radio Day aboard the Queen Mary is an on-air event which will include satellite operations from the RMS Queen Mary, who is berthed at the Port of Long Beach in California, grid DM03VS. Satellite operations will take place from the Queen Mary's sports deck next to the W6RO wireless room. Visitors to the Golden State are welcome. Hams from near and far with a copy of their valid amateur licence can board the ship for free on the 14th of December. 
Now with today's last look at worldwide special interest groups, it's to our man in the West, Clive. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW, reminding you that the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's December Bulletin goes to air tomorrow. This month, as well as all the latest club news, we have for you a request from WIA historian Peter Wolfenden, VK3RV, concerning Francis Chambers an item on the 98th anniversary of the first amateur transatlantic test in 1921, a review of a book about British Secret Intelligence Service agent Geoffrey Pigeon, and a piece about the Orpheus Museum in Ballarat. Full details of morning and evening broadcast times and frequencies are published on the club website www.raotc.org.au where you'll also find information about the RAOTC and membership. Everyone is most welcome to tune in and to join in the callbacks afterwards. Experimental Transmissions In addition to our normal relays, there is an experimental transmission from VK3 ADM tomorrow afternoon at 1600 hours Melbourne time or 0500 UTC on 7.146 MHz. Signal reports would be much appreciated to determine the viability of this transmission on a permanent basis. Once again, 7.146 MHz at 05 UTC or 4 p.m. Melbourne Daylight Saving Time. Also tomorrow morning, the RAOTC broadcast will be on digital mobile radio on the VK DMR Network Talk Group 5 at 1100 hours VK3 time or 00 hours UTC. If none of the broadcast times suit you, you can download the audio file from our website at any time as from today. If you do listen via the internet, would you please email your feedback to us? Once again, check the website www.raotc.org.au for your local transmission schedule. Tune in tomorrow or download the file for the December Bulletin and we look forward to hearing your call sign in the callbacks afterwards. Happy Christmas everyone and 7-3 from Clive VK6 CSW. Rewind. I'm John Knox VK4 FJRK. 45 and still going strong. AMSAT Oscar 7 at 1711 UTC on November the 15th, 1974. A rocket lifted off from Vandenberg Air Force Base, sending AO7 into orbit along with NOAA 4 and Intersat. After nearly seven years of service, AO7 was thought to have reached its end of life due to battery failure, and this was in June 1981. Though it was thought to have been lost, there are reports that the Polish Solidarity Movement used AO7 to pass messages in 1982 while Poland was under martial law. Twenty years later, 2002, G3IOR reported that he heard an old-style CW beacon from an unknown Oscar satellite near 145.97 megs. This was soon identified as AMSAT Oscar 7. Despite some pre-launch predictions that the CMOS logic circuits on board wouldn't last three weeks, AO7 remains operational today and well used while in sunlight. It's the oldest operational satellite in orbit.
With Rewind, I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK. It's Christmas. Spend your Christmas with us here on VK1WIA, your number one radio station. Yes, let's have a look at what Christmas is. In VK2, it's Sark's end-of-year party. It'll be held at the club rooms Saturday the 7th from about 1600 to 1830. That's VK2 time, BYO, but cold soft drinks will be available for purchase from the Sark fridge as usual and nibblies are plenty. VK7 and December 11 sees the NTARC Christmas. This year it will be held at the Commercial Hotel George Street, Launceston, 7pm. You can always arrive earlier and get comfortable before the happy crowd arrives. VK4, December 15, the Tark Incorporated Christmas Party. Sunday afternoon from 2pm at the VK4 ME Antenna Farm. VK4, December 20, it's the Tark Monster Christmas Lights Tour. It's Christmas. Spend your Christmas with us here on VK1WIA, your number one radio station. On the social scene in 2020, the year 2020 is going to be a huge one for our VK7 community with three big events on the calendar. Meet the Voice in March, WIA Conference in May and Hamfest in November. In VK4, Tark Australia Day Long Weekend Family Radio Camp, Thursday afternoon the 23rd to Monday afternoon the 27th of January at the Girl Guides Association of Queensland Campsite and Training Centre. That's at Blue Water. And in VK2, the Wyong Field Day Australia's big one, February 23. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.